Welcome to another episode of the Ibn Abi Umar podcast. This is your host, Umar Osman. I've got a great episode lined up for you today with my good friend, Adam Tofik, and we'll be reflecting on our experiences as Mission Board members. To stay connected with the podcast, please go to ibnabiumar.com, I-B-N-A-B-E-E-O-M-A-R.com slash podcast. You'll find all the episodes listed there. And if you go to ibnabiumar.com slash newsletter, you can sign up for my email list, which is where I keep everyone updated on all the latest articles, podcasts, videos, projects, etc. So please make sure to check that out and subscribe. And also make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast in iTunes. Those notes are in the or those links are in the show notes uh, in this episode. And with that, we'll get right to it. Welcome to another episode of the Event of the Omar podcast. This is your host, Omar Osman. Got a great episode lined up for you today. Got my good friend, Adam Tofik, and we'll be sharing our experiences as Meshit board members. Hope you enjoy the episode, and let's get right to it. All right, everyone, I'm here with uh, Brother Adam Tofik. Talking about everyone. From uh, Debt Free Muslims. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, we are both here in our capacities, respective capacities, as retired Mashid board members. Yep, yep. Uh, me for a long stretch of 90 days. <laughs> and I was a, a two-year stretch at Valley Ranch. I'll just mention the name, it's fine. Uh, that's an official capacity, but we've also both... Actually, I think we also both are in the position that our dads were actually long-time board members and mine is still is still is yep mine's finally we forced him to retire <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> had to get him out of there that, that's my struggle right now is forcing him to retire but uh so we've been we grew up in the family business so to speak <laughs> yeah uh but we've been talking about doing this episode for quite a while uh, over a year over a year and our concern always kind of came down to we don't want this to be too negative uh or pessimistic and I'm not sure that we've completely solved that problem. Yeah, probably uh, won't. But we'll hopefully not be uh, ranting too much <laughs> or venting. So this is kind of our therapy session. Uh, but let's let's kick it off. Let's get kind of some of the basics out of the way. Uh, why did you join the board at your local masjid? Um, so the reason why I joined the board was essentially to, I mean, as cliche as it may sound, to fill a need. Uh, the the former board well, at the at our community was a bunch of older uncles, especially the position I took over, uh, which was treasurer. Um, and so there was a huge need, especially the imams that we had, to have a younger presence in the in the community to be part of the leadership and to essentially um, um, help the imams uh, essentially reach a different 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 demographic for the community. Um, so I mean, I ran I ran on a block with a bunch of other people. Um, who are younger and, and kind of like-minded uh, to kind of bring the community forward, um, you know, from the from the mom-pop shop that it was. So um, that, that was really the, the main motivation that I had to run for the position that I did. So for me, it was more... Uh, yeah, I was asked, what, what, what was your motivation? I didn't want to, actually, uh, because I grew up seeing my dad on the board. Yeah. So, you know, I can remember as far back as being like nine or 10 and going to Masjid construction meetings and things of that sort. So, uh, I've been intimately familiar with what gets done and how it gets done. And I 
honestly, I want no part of it. Uh, I've always been the type of person who I would rather, if there's something that I can volunteer to do, uh, I'd rather just go do that. Um, You know, and I've shared this story before, like at the workshop quite a a bit, is, uh, you know, there's always different dynamics in the community. And so a lot of times when I was the younger person, they'd be like, oh, we should involve younger people uh, you know, that are active or coming or whatever. So they'd be like, oh, why don't you go handle like the Juma rotation and invite the Khatibs while we do the important stuff. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, okay, this actually is the most important thing that you're putting on for the community. <laughs> uh, but sure, I'll, you know, volunteer and do it. So my, my thing was always just try to volunteer and uh, fill a gap or contribute where I can. But in terms of running for the actual board, I would say that was a lot more pressure you know, like parents or community or whatever, like people say, oh, no, it's, you know, it's about time to get involved. I had actually run before uh, oh. for president. This was So before I actually was on the board, I'd run a couple of years prior to that. And the only reason that I ran was because I wanted to make sure that the masjid hired a good imam. Okay. Uh, because they had an opening at that time. And so I ran and... Like, kind of reluctantly, I was like, I don't want to do this, but, like, maybe I can get this in place and I can peace out. And I remember the uh, the other person that was nominated started campaigning like crazy. Uh, like, he showed up at Juma Prayer one day and was, like, handing out flyers, like, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. And I was just like, oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> and I was just kind of like, I don't want to do that. And this is this really weird dynamic in the masjid so i was just kind of like you know if you want it that bad like you can have it and so i withdrew because mm-hmm. uh, i just i i you know i'm not trying to be like self-righteous i just want to do the work i don't want to get yeah. caught up in all this other stuff around us like if you want to do it that's fine take it uh but the second time around it was kind of a similar thing where it's like okay you know we have a chance to like you know bring someone in establish something in the community uh so that was why i ended up running yeah and that whole that whole self-campaigning i mean we, we i mean at our community we had a we had to meet the candidates day or night and then each candidate will go like give like a five ten minute spiel as far as why they're why they're fit and i was very uncomfortable with that talk because i mean i'm kind of in that same mindset where it's yeah i mean just give me the work to the task to do i mean i, I really have a hard time like building myself up if you will yeah, yeah. um that was just a very uncomfortable and i think that's uncomfortable i mean I think if you're comfortable with that, then that's a that's a that's a red flag. Yeah, it's it, and it's this is really like that double-edged sword of if the person that's up there pumping themselves up, like vote for me, I'm awesome, I'm gonna do a great job, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. That sets off alerts like there's something else going on here. Uh, but by the same token. Because there's unqualified people running, you also want to sometimes get your foot in the door. So, yeah. I don't know, it's a hard... How did you balance that? Uh, I just gave the shortest speech that I could and just <laughs> talked about my experience with, like, the MSA and with the youth that I've, I've dealt with in Birmingham. And that was essentially my platform is that, hey, you know, um, I can, I, I've had experience connecting with young people. I've had experience, you know, doing some sort of leadership in the community. Yeah. Um, if you're happy with that experience that I've done and, and I'm a heads down, get the work done type person, uh, then vote for me. If not, then if there's other political aspirations that you have for other people in the community, then 
then then by all means and and, and to be honest i mean i'll i'll, I'll be very i, I don't I ne- like even on the ballot i never vote for myself yeah i didn't vote for myself either. I, I either keep I a actually, blank or i actually told my family like i actually recruited my family to like come <laughs> and vote for other people yeah <laughs> Yeah, so it's just that, that that was my whole thing. That's how I dealt with it. It's as short as speech possible, and I just, you know, if if you're happy with that, then that's great. If not, then then it does no difference to me if you if you vote for me or not. So this brings up a major issue that kind of goes with these things, and that's expectations going in, or even expectations as to why people run, and I'll maybe start on a. I don't want to say a negative note, but I'll start with an observation, which is you never, you, I mean, you never doubt anyone's intentions, right? Like you never want to say someone's being insincere uh, in their heart, but there are certain actions that people do uh, that don't indicate the best interests of the much of the community. Fair enough. Um, and that for me was one of the biggest things is that a lot of times people are running, uh, for the masjid, you know, quote unquote, to serve the community. But then, like, they also, at the same time, don't attend any masjid activities. Uh, they, I've even seen, like, and, and these are obviously probably isolated. These are definitely not the norm. Uh, but I have seen people who actively run and serve on, like, their board. And they'll prevent their kids from, like, going to Islamic classes. Mm. You know, being like, no, no, you need to go to, you know, do X, Y, Z instead. Don't do any religion. Like, they'll discourage their kids from religious pursuit while they're simultaneously serving in the um, Mushroom Board. Like, this kind of weirdo cognitive dissonance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but have you seen, and I, I, you mentioned what Mushroom you were at, but you also have, we should mention in fairness, you have experience at a number of misogyn. Yeah. Uh, in multiple cities, actually. Not, yeah. you know, not just in Dallas, but even in other states. Uh, what dynamic have you seen in that regard? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to me about myself personally, um, that I reached a stage in the middle of my board term where I, I had immense burnout or yeah, I had a lot of burnout from that, from that job, from that, from what I, cause I mean, I was the treasurer of the masjid. Um, and the treasurer essentially is a, is a big book, bookkeeper for the entire, all the finances. And there's a lot of money counting and all that stuff going on, uh, involved. Um, so I kind of fell in that trap where it was, you know, we were spending five, six, seven hours at the masjid, the meetings, or I was there counting the money or whatever. And I kind of saw myself fall off as far as like attending like daily prayers or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I just saw that for myself, but I saw that for, for a lot of the board members where it was, were you know going for fudger was it was it was a difficult task or going for isha at night was a difficult task like it became more difficult because you were on the board exactly exactly it was because because we we you know our meetings were on thursday night and we would spend sometimes until 12 one o'clock in the morning on a friday morning you know meeting uh and then there was really no energy to get up for fudger the next morning to actually go to the masjid you just go home you know pray fudger and then and then go back to sleep um so, so the, that was a dynamic that I saw with 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 our our team. Now there were, there were some people on our team that were dedicated. They were, were go to the budget every single day, and they were, you know, they had that strength. But but me personally, I I had burnout. It's like uh, spiritual that, burnout. In a oh sense. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I had I, I think I probably had the same thing. I think uh, during the time that I was on the board it was probably a time that it felt like it felt uncomfortable going to the masjid. Mm. 
uh, ending that's probably like a personal shortcoming, but it's the spiritual burnout is very, very real because you get exhausted, like fighting for the littlest things. Yeah. Um, I think that that's so kind of on this idea of like how I expected it to be versus how it was. Uh, you know, everyone says that they've got the mush's best interest at heart. Uh, but one thing that I noticed was what there was no unity around how do we define what's best for the community. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think that a lot of people had either put thought into it or knew how to define it. And so, you know, one issue that would happen is everyone's got a different definition of what they think the community needs uh, or what they think is best for the And usually it's oriented on what that person's individual needs are. They'll project that onto the community. It was very self-centric. And for me, it was very exhausting trying to fight that battle of you might think that all we need is X, Y, Z, but actually like the larger community needs a lot more. And so just those battles on trying to convince people that like the mushid needs to do more, which might seem obvious, was a very difficult uphill battle. Yeah. Um, so, so from our experience, I mean, uh, I, I guess what I expected it to be. I mean, I, I knew there were going to be meetings, and and that was all, and kind of that she, steering the ship of the community was was that. Um, but um, I didn't understand, and and, and so our, our our thing was you don't you don't run for position, you actually run for a board member, like a board member spot, and then when the board members are chosen by the community, then amongst the board they choose who the president, vice president, whatever is going to be. Yeah. So I, I kind of got tagged as a treasurer uh, in in that that little meeting that we had, um, and and I thought that it was going to be you know I, I knew there's going to be some some manual work involved, but not the work that I I, I thought I was I had signed up for. Yeah. Because um, it was literally going to the masjid, you know, twice a week, emptying the donation boxes out, counting the stuff, going to the bank, depositing the money. Uh, dealing with the zakat applications, which was a a, a separate. Oh, that's a whole. Yeah, that's um, episode actually. And, and, and then yeah, and then uh, and then and then answering emails. I mean, I, I I probably spend twenty hours a week answering emails in the masjid, counting money, zakat applications, all that. So I, I didn't understand the amount of time that it was going to take to kind of to do that job. Right. And I'd spoken to you about it, but that, that I had no mental capacity to do anything else. To yeah. My thing was just keeping the daily stuff, you know. Just keeping it afloat is... Oh, yeah. I'll even mention one one other thing is that the last Ramadan that I have as a board member, because, you know, Ramadan uh, you know Ramadan was such a big time for donations and everything. Yeah. I think that for the first 20 days of Tarawi, I didn't pray a single Tarawi at the masjid because I was in the office from from after Isha prayer until, like, 10 rakahs of Tarawi, uh, emptying the boxes out, counting the money, because it had to be emptied out every single night, because that's how yeah, many donations leave, would... Yeah. You couldn't leave it, because it, I think one day I, I left, like, two days in a row, and it, it, the box is overflowing. I mean, it, it's a good problem, but it's just yeah. it's a lot of manual manual labor to but count. But something that people don't realize is, like, you're at the masjid, oh, yeah. serving the board, <laughs> and you, like, literally can't pray. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's similar to, like, you know, people having to sacrifice attending the khutbah to, like, manage parking. Yes. Uh, or a security know, member or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, like, someone's got someone's to do it. Yeah. Um, I think that's an underappreciated part is that uh, it is very easy to be critical, but, uh, you know, but there are day-to-day things that you have to do to keep the mushrooms running uh, that do require a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, people don't see. What was... You know, you mentioned burnout. Any other challenges uh, that you faced? Um, 
so if you're familiar with our community, uh, we had a, we had an issue where um, you know there, there's a Masjid building project that we were that we were on. Um, the Masjid was was building a new Masjid, you know, a few miles away. Um, and we and we when we came on the board, we 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 found out that there were some inaccuracies. There were some there were some shortcut shortcuts that the builder was doing to 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 build the property um, that wasn't up to the spec of of what we had um, of what the original board had kind of mapped out. Uh, there was a lot of uh, mis oversight, if you will, or there was a lot of uh, they missed a lot of a lot of steps on the way. Um, we kind of uncovered a lot of that stuff, and, and we had the difficult decision to uh, 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 start over from scratch. So essentially, we fundraised for X amount of uh, money in the project. We raised you know a certain amount, uh, and we had to trash the entire project because structurally the the, the project wasn't. It's like money was raised, money was spent, work was done, and and now you have to redo it. Yes. Um, So bringing that to the community and and making that decision and telling the community of what our finding, because literally nothing can be built on on that structure because because the foundation was not sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so telling the community that we had to go through that was a, it was an immense struggle that affected a lot of donors that were, you know, that had donated to the masjid because now there's an immediate distrust to the board. Yeah, that, they that, feel like, what are you doing with my, you know? Exactly. Um, so we had to, we had to bring in, we had to bring in independent, um, structural engineers to, to essentially tell them that there was structurally, it wasn't sound. Um, so that was a very difficult part of the, uh, of, of a board. And this is on top of the money counting and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah this is, um, this is in addition to that. Um, and then I would say number two is that, that not only that we actually had a legal, uh, battle with the existing builder. Um, and, and we had to go through that process and, 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 and just, just the, the sheer amount of meetings we had with lawyers and trying to, you know, recoup the money that we had spent on the property, um, was, was a huge challenge that we faced. So. So those are the, that, that that was I mean as far as what we did as far as a board that defined it was that masjid project um, and, and essentially telling the community we had to start over from scratch and then regaining the trust in the community to have new plans and 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 do everything over was it was a huge huge difficulty that we had. I think for me, so we didn't we didn't have anything at that magnitude. <laughs> uh, I think our challenges were more around kind of like what I mentioned, like the different agendas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the biggest challenge for me was the interpersonal dynamics on the board. Okay. Um, you know, quote unquote, community politics, uh, that type of thing. Um, and that's something, again, like I've, you know, grew up seeing it. I know how it works. I know how it's played. Uh but being on the inside is a completely different view. Mm. Um, and that's when, you know, you really start to see things like if there's seven people on the board and a certain agenda item needs a majority. You know, I went in with an expectation that we're going to sit, we're going to put this issue on the table, we're going to debate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to air out everyone's points of view and then we're based on the information presented we will, you know, take a vote. Mm-hmm. And so I have enough confidence that let's say if, you know, me and two other people are advocating for something and four people are not, uh, on a particular issue, I feel confident that I could persuade or, you know, get some people to change their mind. Okay. Right. On a certain, on a certain issue. Uh, but what I, what I found happening instead was the power play where four people would get together. They would just make an agreement without talking to the other people 
show up and then all of a sudden the first agenda items were just taking a vote on this issue no discussion wow boom votes done there's no room to talk yeah there's no room to say anything uh similar thing happened to me when i was not on the board and the board at that time had brought me in as a as the community member so they had an imam search committee that had like you know two board members this person and a quote-unquote community member and i was the community member uh and then what ended up happening was the person leading it essentially wanted uh, a particular type of imam that, for lack of a better term, is power dynamics. They wanted someone that they could control yeah. uh, that wasn't going to outshine the board, so to speak. And so when I was bringing in like good quality candidates, same thing. They just basically stopped talking to me and made the vote with the other three and just kind of ignored me right wow. like ghosted yeah that's the the millennial term yeah. but that's before it was a term you know getting ghosted so there's the power plays and the politics is completely different it's uh also things like you can have one-on-one conversations with a board member like a fellow board member and they'll say oh yeah, yeah yeah we agree with you completely uh you know when this issue comes up for vote yeah definitely we're backing you etc etc so you walk into the meeting thinking okay like we're ready to go on this uh, and then all those people are just quiet wow. and don't say anything. And like, you know, people that said, yeah, we're going to back you up in the meeting, then don't say anything during the meeting. Right. So there's lots of little things like that. And I know that someone listening to be like, well, what's the big deal? This is just how things work. Yeah. You know, kind of grow, put your big boy pants on and get over it <laughs> type of thing. Um, but the, the reason that I'm mentioning that is because when you are making decisions like who do we hire as an imam or who do we hire as a youth director? Uh, what type of events are we putting on? You know, who's teaching classes? These are things that have a very direct impact on the spiritual development of the community. Yeah. And if there's not a sound decision-making process in place, and that doesn't mean that my, you know, who I pick is the right person, yeah, or the yeah. way that I want to do things is the right way, but there has to be a proper vetting of that decision. If that, that, proce- that has to be shura. That has to be if, like yeah, possible. exactly. If there's not a proper shura process, then the decision-making is broken. Yeah. And that for me was the most like mentally exhausting part of it. Yeah, I mean, so for us, it was it was. I mean, we, we I mean, I mean, this is not to say that you you didn't want your way on certain things, but but for us, I mean, I I, I mean, as a board member, I mean, I wanted my way on certain things, and and after the whole conversation, I heard everyone's point of view, and we had healthy discussions about you know certain things. If my thing wasn't chosen, then it was it was okay because we actually because you got to air your point of view exactly, and it was heard exactly, and exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's that's very difficult if you if that was wow, and that's a major cultural issue, right? Is yeah. the is the sure part of it? And so for me, you know, this this always brings up that question of okay, well, you're gonna people make this an either or, either you're on the sidelines criticizing, or you're you know part of the solution. Like, you're inside and getting things done. And I, I don't think that that's a true statement or a true assertion. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of limitations as to what someone can do, even from within. Yeah. Depending on community dynamics. Yes. Uh, it's not always as easy as, like, well, you know, just get on the board and then you can change things. Like, no, you sometimes you can't because there's a culture there that makes it difficult. Yeah. Um. A lot of times, and I, I don't know if your experience with this, but my conclusion basically was uh, boards will serve their own self-interest, not as a group, but as individuals, uh, unless 
the larger community holds them accountable. And what I've seen in a lot of places is there's just too much apathy from the general community. Mm. And so when the general community doesn't care, that's what empowers people to do crazy things as board members. Yeah. I don't know. Any thoughts on that? Or seen, or maybe seen differently. I don't know. That's again my limited observation. Yeah, I mean, from 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 our from my perspective, it, it was kind of um, uh, the entire community was 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 kind of zoned in on building the masjid, and so yeah, you had like the one major issue. Yeah, we had the one major issue, and so once we were all, once the entire community was was kind of convinced that what had happened was 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 not sound, and we had to kind of rego from scratch. Um, there was a lot of, and, and not to say there was a lot, there wasn't differences, but there was a lot of unity in the community that, Hey, here's our path forward. Yeah. Um, and so we didn't have that, that luxury of, of having free time to kind of do all this other stuff, yeah. if you will. Um, I and mean, we, we still, we still held programs. We, I mean, you were part of our, our, our barbecue, you know, cook off that yes. we had. I'll, I'll um, take credit for being part of the barbecue. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, you were a judge, yes. uh, you and, and some other people. Um, but we did other events. Um, you know, we, we didn't let the construction thing stop us. But but I think I, I, our, my experience was that once the community was kind of it, it, the difficulty kind of united the community, if you will. Yeah. As strange enough as that is, that, that difficulty kind of united the community and had us have a path forward. And I think one thing that we should mention, uh, because this type of an issue, it's big enough that it could tear a community completely apart. Yes. Uh, this is the type of thing that would result, instead of your one big construction project, it could very easily have turned into, forget this construction project, we're all splitting up and starting three different mushrooms. Yes. Uh, you know, like that, I'm sure that that could, that could that has happened in other yeah. places. We know of those types of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, but one thing that I want to point out, and this kind of goes to that quality of having strong leadership in the community. Uh, I think one part of, and you can correct me here. But one part of getting the buy-in from the larger community was strong leadership, particularly from, you know, like imams yes. in your, at your masjid. Yes. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, think about it from their perspective, too. I mean, they, they, they put their necks on the line. They fundraised for the project, you know, three, four years ago. And for them, for, for they us... They have a lot of their own credibility. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so for us to tell them, hey, the thing you fundraised for is essentially not going to work. Uh, because there was a lot of oversight with the builder or whatever, um, you know, once we had that conversation, it was a difficult, it was a difficult, difficult theme for them. And that's probably more difficult than the community because yeah. an imam is going to say like, look, I don't know how to manage a construction project. You guys are supposed to do that. I yep. took your word for it. And now you're telling me that you guys screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so, but, 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 I mean, so, so our, from our perspective, what the minute that we found out there were things wrong, we contacted the imam and we said, Hey, here's exactly what's going on. He had a discussion with the engineer that we had hired to kind of uncover all the things. Yeah. Once he was kind of convinced and on board, then he kind of, in, in having that imam present and all the meetings that we had with the general body, right. um, to, to kind of uncover these issues or to, to, to tell all the issues of the community, uh, was very helpful. Yeah, because the imam there. I mean, everyone respected the imam, and once and the imam didn't speak for a lot of times. And but then when it came time for him to speak, he was like, you know, this is how it's going to be. So let, me, let me ask you something: Was there ever any sentiment? Because I'm, you know, I'm thinking of other places where something like this could happen. And if I was to predict their next action, 99, 99 times out of a hundred, 
I would assume that they, if they uncover this type of an issue, they would simply cover it up mm-hmm. and not tell the community. Uh, because I have myself seen situations where on like a, to put the proportion in perspective, on like a $1.2 million project, mm-hmm. uh, three or 400K go unaccounted for. Wow. Right. Which is a very large, pers- you know, maybe budget wise compared to like a mega mush three, 400K is not that large, but on a $1.2 million project, you're talking, you know, 20, 30% of the budget. Yeah. Uh, but it goes unaccounted for. Uh, and sometimes because the person in charge of those funds has high social standing, people aren't going to question it too much, right? Mm-hmm. And they can kind of get away with fudging things and doing whatever. So did you ever see sentiment of saying like, hey, let's just not quote unquote create fitna in the community. Let's keep this in-house and try to fix it. What made you instead say like, no, we have to be transparent and take this back? Um, that kind of goes with the, with the, the people that we had on the board, there were a lot of younger, um, and this is not to say that older people can't make these yeah. decisions, whatever, but we're older now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, it was, it was that it was, it was that we kind of, I mean, cause you're, you're talking about a foundation of a building and, and, and the person who assessed the foundation said this thing could collapse in, in two to three years. And if that happened, I mean, there's no way we could live with ourselves that, Hey, we were responsible for. Yeah. I mean, Anyone even gets hurt. Yeah. It, then, the, then the liability is on worse. us. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, not to say that if it was anything minor, then we would have covered up. Right. Um, but we, we, we made it a point um, to be as tra- as transparent as possible. Um, I mean, like there were some things that we had to kind of like, you know, uh, do before we got community approval. But I remember one thing that one criticism of us is that we used to put everything to a vote with the community, um, whether the trust project or whether to, you know, there was even a situation where we we, we, we had, uh, if we were going to move into another building or continue building this masjid, and we put that about the community. So we, we, we always erred on the side of having the community's input um, uh, versus us taking... Now, there's some Saying things... That the, community, the community voted us to make these decisions. So yeah, and, 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 so, and, and there were some things where the community had to vote us and had, we, we, they had to trust us, where, where, where you had to hire the lawyers to, to, to start the litigation process against right. the, the builder or even, um, or even the structural engineer that we hired, the independent one. Um, you know, these things, we, we didn't take the community to say, hey, trust us, we're going we're gonna to make these assessments. Um, um, but yeah, but there's no sentiment where, where, you know, we, cause it, it was just wasn't right. It was, it wasn't what we were there to do, yeah. um, to, is to, is to not uncover any of these things. And I mean, I remember even one thing from my, as being treasurer, I mean, I made it a point, uh, to even post P and L's, the profit and loss statement every single month at the masjid, which wasn't being done, right. uh, beforehand, uh, not to say anything wrong against the, 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 the board or the, the treasurer was there. This, they didn't mean... They didn't see that transparency. That, that they didn't see a need for it. They didn't see a need yeah. for it. But, but I made it a point to hey, let's be let's be even our finances. Let's be transparent. Where we had a loss in operations, where we had a loss of, with the expansion project, you know, put these numbers on the board and, and let the community see it. Yeah. Uh, so we made that a, even even that a policy. I think one thing that gets uh, understated is donated money is a huge amount. Yes. It's a. Uh, yep. You know, it's wasting like five bucks there is a lot more difficult than five bucks at home. Oh. Yeah, we were told to pause recording because a beep was going to go off, oh, but they don't realize that no one really cares about background noise on this podcast. Nope. nope. Um, but let's talk about community uh, community dynamics for a second. Okay. Uh, I'll share mine. And so one issue that we dealt with 
and this will sound incredibly bizarre to people, uh, was we had actually a very heavy, uh, I don't say contingent, but there was a large number of people or influential people in the community that did not want, they didn't want activities in the masjid actually. That's odd. Which is, and so when there were things going on where teenagers were coming, or young professionals were coming, uh, in many cases driving in from other communities, uh, there was a lot of regulars that didn't like that. Really? Uh, because it disrupted their little kind of community club feel. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I know that this is not the norm. This is probably more isolated, but it it is the dynamic that I dealt with personally. Yeah. Uh, and so there was pressure from the community that they didn't want to promote these types of activities. Uh, when there was, uh, you know, if the mushroom was full because there was some kind of program going on, they were saying like, we don't want all these kids running around. They're making a mess. They're wow. being loud. They're, you know, doing this or doing that. They're... Whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, but that's the dynamic that I had to deal with. And ultimately, one of the reasons that, you know, we mentioned again, I lasted 90 days is one of the reasons that I lasted 90 days was uh, I realized very quickly that I was not going to be able to change the sentiment in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was one thing that if I could, you know, maybe I could fight it out on the board and kind of get my way in a group of seven people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if we have a general body meeting and the majority of the general body is saying like, no, we don't want this type of thing. We don't want to bring any mom who's going to bring all these kids in here and make a mess. And, you know, whatever, whatever it was that they were saying is kind of irrelevant. Uh, Best one is that that was a general community sentiment. I was like, okay, there's nothing left for me to do here. Wow. I can't, you know, I can't change it from the inside or the outside. Yeah. Um, and I remember talking to my dad because my dad was one of the people who was really pushing me like, no, you need to get on the board. You have to get involved. You have to, you know, fight the good fight, so to speak. And I was just like, I, I think I'm done. There's nothing left for me to do. And my dad yeah. and basically said, he said, okay, just make sure you get your 90 days in and then you can write an article on the <laughs> internet about it. <laughs> you, know, you know what a weird community dynamic for me was? Um, and again, this is not, this is not, uh, probably typical with everyone, but, um, you know, if, my, if anyone doesn't know who I am, I mean, my mother is Italian. Um, she lived the majority of her life as a Christian. She converted to Islam maybe 10 years ago. Uh, my father's from Pakistan, Karachi speaks Urdu, but I never grew up speaking Urdu and, and you know, we never spoke yeah. Urdu in the house. I never learned Urdu. I can, you know, understand a conversation if you sprinkle some English in there, but, yeah. uh, I never spoke Urdu, never, I mean, don't understand it. So I never really clicked with the Desi crowd, if you yeah. will, with the Masjid. Um, so one weird dynamic that I had was I never, I mean, I never clicked with that Desi crowd and they would always complain in Urdu to other people about the finances and this and that, but they would never complain to me about it. Yeah. Or if they had an issue with, you know, a tax receipt or whatever like that, they would complain to other people about it, but they wouldn't come to you, but they wouldn't come to me. And, and whenever they came to me and say, Hey, I'll fix your issue. I'll, I'll fix the receipt or whatever, or, you know, whatever was happened in the past, you know, we'll, we'll take care of it. But they were never like really upfront with me as far as how they really felt. And, and I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but I never really melded with that. So it wasn't really a sense of them not wanting to like offend you. It's just, they didn't think that they could connect with you. Exactly. Exactly. Which was, it, it was, it was kind of weird because you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess it was good because I never really got asked, you know, the difficult questions as far as the, the construction. You didn't problems. get random people just coming up to you one on one, parading you, and yeah, 
Because yeah. when they when they saw me, they thought that I was a convert number one. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and 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 they didn't want to offend me, if you will, and they didn't want to offend the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So that, that 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 was a weird dynamic that I had was 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 I never really merged in with that with the uncle crowd, if you will. Yeah. Um. You know. So. But you also. You've dealt more with another dynamic that I wanted to talk about, which is the uh, overly, con- not I don't want to say overly conservative, but there is a dynamic in our communities where there is uh, a lot of strictness around how they think the masjid should be, mm-hmm. uh, who should be coming to the masjid. And when I say who should be coming, I mean that they're very strict on how genders are segre- segregated on children being in a separate area uh you know there's a lot of and everyone kind of fill in the gaps but there's a lot of they're very particular how about how the done. environment should be and how things should be done <clears throat> yeah uh how did you deal with that um so a lot of the times we the imam would kind of deal with that stuff because uh you know the imam had the trust of the community and the imam was I don't want to say forward thinking, but they come on kind of had balanced, balanced approach on how to on how to deal with these things. But I would say to appease them, not to appease them, but like one thing that we were really strict about was like in in, in Ramadan for the uh, for the Qiyam sessions, like when it was like the four to five a.m. Like we'd have a schedule, you know, from twelve a.m. to five a.m. would be yeah. like every the last ten nights of Ramadan would be like this program. So like from twelve to two would be like a talk or whatever like that, and we would dedicate like. From 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 three to four a.m. would be like a prayer time, like we would a qiyam at the masjid, and and even our imam was like at this time from three to four a.m. Like if your kid is not with you, like praying beside you, then then your kid does not even need to be in the next room playing. Yeah, like, at three a.m. At three a.m. Like, it doesn't serve doesn't serve any purpose. So I think having that when when that when that when that community kind of saw that. Yeah, that they, that the imam was willing to at this time just give the community, and that's the, also like a common sense approach, yeah. right? Like the masjid environment at three a.m. in the last nights of Ramadan, yeah, is much different from Isha prayer. Yes, and, and if you've been if you've been to our masjid Isha prayer, it's like kids are in the next room playing, and and the imam doesn't I mean doesn't say two words about that. Yeah, because it's almost it's expected at that. It's point. expected, but but when, I think when they saw that, they kind of they kind of trusted the imam knew what they were doing as far as they're not going to be like like. Liberal, not liberal all the time, but just just have the kids run. It's not gonna be a free for all twenty four exactly. seven. Exactly. Yeah. And I was kind of shocked to see that too, because because I've always thought of the imam as being a like you know hands off type person, but then when he was like okay from, from when it was di- time to be strict, it was, when it's time to be strict, it was time to be strict. Got it. So that helped out. So that is, I mean, that is the balance. It's just yeah. knowing your situation and timing and setting. Exactly. Um, it's got a couple of questions left here. Uh, what were the positives of serving on the board? <laughs> what did you like about it? Uh, to realize that I'm never going to run the board again. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I think a positive, like like I think you alluded to this earlier, was was the whole like our construction debacle that happened uh, could have really broken a community and yeah. could have broken uh, even the board. Um, but I, I but the leadership that we had in the board itself, I I respect a lot because they kept us afloat uh, and they kept us on the same page and, 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 and led us through this process. 
because um, I even I even spoke to a number of people afterwards, and they said, "Yeah, what y'all been through? This has broken other communities." Um, yeah. So so that was a positive that I really saw uh, positive leadership on a board, and I, I don't know if that's been even said before, but yeah. it was positive leadership on the board that we kind of that we that we it was difficult. Yeah, it's a um, hard storm to weather. It was a hard storm weather to weather, but it, it but the pot but 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 I still have connections with those people to this day because. Uh, that bond was formed and, and I, and I respect their leadership because they led us through that very difficult process. Yeah. So that was, a, that was, that was, that was a, that was a positive that, that I took away from it. What about you? If there were any positives? <laughs> um, I mean, there's always positives, right? Yeah. I think for me, it was, I think appreciation for like the little things that have to be done day to day. Yep. Uh, just to keep the doors open, keep the place running. And this is beyond like, you know, paying the electricity bill on time. Like it's beyond stuff like that. There's so many things that get referred to you uh, that open your eyes as to what's happening in a community. Mm. Um, And so I think for me, a positive was just being able, not that I like did a bunch of good work, but just seeing work, at least others were doing, uh, or things that are touching the Mushid institution that the general community is not aware of, right? So there's situations where, again, people are coming in for like zakat or people are coming in for financial help and someone being there to actually help them is, you know, it's a needed service. Yeah. Uh, there are situations where people are coming and they just need uh, to connect with a mosque, you know, people from other faiths. Mm-hmm. And it's not always just interfaith. Yeah. Uh, there's sometimes random people just coming in being like, hey, I just want to learn about Islam. I know that bigger, and I was in a smaller masjid, so I know bigger masjids have institutions and policies, they have a well-oiled machine, uh, but a lot of smaller communities don't. Mm. And a lot of times these things fall onto a handful of those four or five people. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, one situation, not a situation, but one request, and this is when I was not on the board, uh, but the board had reached out to me to figure out if we could help, but a prisoner had somehow found the Mush's address and written them a letter saying, I'm an XYZ prison. I just converted to Islam. I need books. Wow. And, you know, he had somehow found that Mush's address. Uh, so the Mush got some money together, bought a bunch of books and, you know, sent it over to that individual. Uh, but, you know, there's so many little things like that that the average community member would never hear about. Yeah. Uh, or never know about. And so there's a lot of opportunity to do that work. Um I think for me, the challenge really is like whether people can stay focused on the work or whether all the other noise and politics gets in the way. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where the rubber hits the road, so to speak, is situations aren't going to be perfect, but if you can do more work than politics, uh, then it's a worthwhile sacrifice and sometimes you have to put up with it. Uh, But I think in situations where the ratio is the other way. That's when maybe you find a different way to make your contribution. Yeah. That's good. Um, I think that actually might be a decent spot to, yeah. to end this podcast here. Any last comments, things you want to share? How about advice to people who are considering running for their board or people who are fed up with their local institutions? I mean... Yeah, I, mean, I I I I would say just just get involved, um, and like you said, make sure like a very important aspect of of you know um, of your of your of your board tenure, you know, and and just like just like you don't want anyone else to come into a meeting pre have preconceived notions as far as 
what they are going to decide or whatever like that or or you know you don't do the same like you don't yeah. shut down conversations or whatever always have an open mind um, but i also will say is that number one get approval from your spouse first and before actually <laughs> running for a board because uh the and amount it takes of, a lot of family time away yeah it's a huge sacrifice that's the that was actually the part that i wasn't expecting was yeah. how much time is spent in these dumb meetings that don't accomplish anything and yeah. you you're stuck you're away from everything yeah and 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 in in our situation we we didn't have kids at the time and 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 i could it was easier for me to have that conversation and and kind of be away for all those meetings yeah um but you know humble we had a we had a first child after my board tenure was over uh and i i now i'm just looking back at it i can't even imagine myself um pulling myself away for that amount of time to to do that i would have I would have resigned before I did that, but yeah. I mean, just just understand the time. And that was, and that was, I mean, quite honestly, that was my calculus as well, yeah. right? Was okay. I've been in it for X amount of time. Have I actually been <clears throat> able to accomplish enough mm. to justify that time sacrifice? And I yeah. felt like I hadn't. Yeah, and and, and I, I would say the number, I would say the second the the other thing and other other devices is just, while you're on the board, just don't lose yourself. Don't, yeah. lo- don't lose your spirituality. It's very hard or it's very easy to do to lose your spirituality, but 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 have something firm within you that will keep that spirituality going, whether it's your own personal tajah or your own you know lectures that you listen to or whatever, because yeah. uh, it's very easy to be a board member and to not attend the masjid yep. uh, for prayers or whatever, because it's... it's it, Because it's mentally taxing. It's mentally taxing. Yeah. Um, maintain that spirituality. My advice would be, uh, I think it's termed like the pocket of excellence, Okay. which is, and this is, I think this applies whether you're on the board or not, mm-hmm. right? So whether you're on the board or you're in a community where you want to do more, but there's maybe not opportunities for you to do as much, is pick one thing that's small and just own it. Uh, you know, maybe it's teaching a Sunday school, but just be like the best Sunday school teacher and eventually, even if there's, let's say the, the community, you know, there's people on the board that don't want you to get involved. Like at a certain point, they'll have to respect the good quality of work that you're doing, even in that one arena and be forced to recognize it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it opens up opportunities for you to do mm-hmm. more and make more change in the community. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a long game. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. It's, it's difficult. Um, cool. Cool. All right. Any, uh, you know, let plug anything your instagram account at adam tofik <laughs> there's nothing and, to see uh, <laughs> there's nothing to see on my instagram i don't think i've posted anything on my instagram for for a while so but, all right guys suck look here for listening please make sure you uh rate review subscribe share the episode all that good stuff and we'll see you at the next episode